everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the IGN Movies Podcast, Keeping It Real. Greetings, people of Earth. You today. spell real, E-E-L. I just That's got that. right. People That's of right. Earth. And then people he punches them. Oh, welcome That's to Earth. Right. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Earth. That's my new weird Al Yankovic movie. Uh, I'm joined today by Matt Fowler and Phil Perello. Hello, I am Phil. Hi, Phil. How are you? I'm Pretty Matt. good, Matt. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm eagerly anticipating this podcast because afterwards... There's going to be some sweet, sweet zombie action. Yeah, we're going to watch uh, the first couple of episodes of Walking Dead. From oh no, actually, Fowler meant we're going to be no, killing I, I us meant some I'm, I'm going to actually go resurrect the dead. Well, and, and, and throw through pagan ceremony. Well, that's why we <laughs> and then decapitate them. Um, <laughs> no, it, part of our reward for not getting to go to New York City for New York Comic Con is that we get to watch Walking Dead. Right. So I think actually at this point it's a fair trade. And we also got to spend some. Uh, some pretty sweet catered lunches these last two days. <laughs> I, no, I, I was making a joke. <laughs> oh, I thought you got I was something like, really? I didn't Nobody get once again. Uh, you know what, Tyler? You and your gonorrhea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we, we have a, actually a bunch of news, the huge like fanboy movie news stuff this week right that we want to get into it. But i got to go over first. I just want to go over last weekend's box office because the social network, as expected, opened at number one. It made uh, just under $23 million. Um, And then Legend of the Guardians held in second place with uh, just under 11 Wall The Street Golden Girls of Gahul. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then... Um, B. Arthur Al is kind of hot, actually. Oh, let, me, uh, let Me In didn't... Uh, it actually didn't do as well as no. anybody had hoped. It opened up in eighth place. Uh, Case 39 was right that, before it. That movie, whether it's freaking Norwegian, Swedish, or American, it's not an easy sell. No, it's a niche... Yeah, it's a great film though. I love exactly I loved not it. an easy sell. Right. Great movie <laughs> equals hard to put asses in seats. Unless it's Christopher this Nolan's Let Me In, right? Yeah. Unless yeah, unless it's from the creator of The Dark Knight. Yeah, they should just put his name in front with of an apostrophe S above of every or movie. Just like that's a tough sell. Christopher Nolan really liked this movie. <laughs> <laughs> a movie seen by Christopher Nolan. Well, a what do you guys Netflix. think of uh, what you guys think of the Social Network? Uh, Fowler, what, what, Fowler did. Not... I would have loved it if had I had seen it. Oh, you have not. In seen fact, it. had I seen any movie in maybe the past two months? I don't know. Well, this is why you shouldn't <laughs> procreate and have children. Hey, it man, I got five time. kids to feed. <laughs> <laughs> that was a total recall reference. Thank for those you. of you. Hey, Benny. <laughs> Screw you! <laughs> Wait, uh, what did he mess up on? He's like, I got four. I yeah, thought there was five. five. Sign, <laughs> guy couldn't keep his story straight. Oh, Quaid. That guy, one of my father's students at UC Irvine Drama. Nice. He's actually a Shakespearean actor, as they all are. Aren't all actors? Then they start <laughs> off in, in acting school. All you do is Shakespeare. Like a Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Phil, what do you think of social network? I, uh, because I am an unapologetic, huge fan of Aaron Sorkin. I loved it. Uh, but uh, I'm not comfortable with the overpraise the movie is getting. I, I feel like you know it's such a refreshing, you know, trip to the movies in the wake of a lot of like bad movies lately. Um, Do you get the feeling sometimes movies get extra praise for not being terrible? That too. I mean, yeah, like I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm actually. I actually think if I went and saw Social Network, it would be a very good film. But movies that are actually adequate and aren't awful. Like, all of a sudden, right. they're the greatest thing you've right. ever seen. If they don't star either Gerard Butler or Catherine <laughs> Heidel, suddenly, suddenly, my God, it's Citizen Kane. Right. And, yeah, I mean, speaking of Citizen Kane, like, you know, Peter yeah, Travers. What a piece of crap. I mean, <laughs> comparing this movie to Godfather and Citizen Kane, I question just because, like, on an innovation level on... Travers you know, said that? I believe so. Uh, he's um, quote whore, though. Yeah. Uh, to, on a cinematic innovation level, 
there's no one shot or sequence in this movie that is on par with any of the you know now iconic stuff that the Godfather and Citizen Kane pulled up. Yeah, so let's is, just table that. It is simply that. not just, on that level of yeah. other those Isn't two that films. And something I think also I, left for hindsight a little bit. Yeah, I mean like you, those type of classic yeah. movies. Maybe six years from now, if you look back and say, you know what, Social Network really meant a lot more than we thought it did, then you can sort of compare it to films or that would be a completely dated one, movie. Right. There's yeah. no, because like, it is very zeitgeisty. I mean, yeah. what, you know, if you made a movie about the guys who formed Atari back in the 80s, I it would, would totally look pretty quaint like, now. We'd like, love it, but it'd be the, quaint. Like, Wells's camera work, like, the, the, the stuff he invented for that film, like, none of that is is even comparable to what's going on in the actual Film this, uh, yeah, but he had the advantage of, of actually being in being an era the first where you, person, yeah. being the first person to hold a camera well, the, this way. I guess my point <laughs> is like those comparisons, like are it's like it's unnecessary to, yeah. to compare this to that. But you know, it's also it, lazy. It's, I mean, it's just it's the kind of the stuff where oh, I took a couple of film history classes so I can name drop a couple of titles that everyone knows that people love, and it's I love I love comparing. I heard the social network is a lot like network meets the Buena Vista social club. <laughs> exactly. You know what? It is. It is much more like that. It's more Buena Vista, though. Than <laughs> meets, I was, meets that's what I was hoping. I was hoping Bullock. it would lean a little uh, closer that way. I will say, uh, it's, you know, Sorkin's, Sorkinese, you know, any fans of the West Wing out there or in this room, uh, you know, he has a very unique brand of dialogue. Everything is fast. Everyone's walking and talking. He verbal makes, cocaine. Verbal cocaine. <laughs> and he makes, you know, two people sitting in a room, you know, into like these little verbal sparring matches. And then when you throw Fincher in there, he shoots it like in some instances, he shoots it like it's a, it's a, it's a heist movie scene. You yeah, know? And I think that the movie come Oscar time is going to be, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Sorkin got the win for that. Yeah, I think it's a, but they're doing 10 movies again, right? Yeah. From now on. Yeah, there. Yeah, it's going to be ten oh, yeah. until people. Um, but it's just it was until it's Harvey just Weinstein cool. dies, <laughs> and then they can go back to the way it was. It, it's it's really cool to see you know Sorkin's writing style translated as well on TV as it is in film because it he's it hasn't really been like this spot on since A Few Good Men, like Charlie Wilson's War. I but like Charlie Wilson's I, War, but I think it's a Nichols it's was a not the right director for that material. It's, it's like, a yeah the 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 pacing of the film doesn't match with the the sort of the, the flow of alacrity of sort of you yeah know, the, even the performances you could tell that they were coming in at a higher pitch than like what Nichols was going for. Right, but that, I mean o- overall, I guess the just the history buff in me kind of respond to that to, movie. But right, it's uh, I, I I feel like I'm in the minority on that. That more more. Folks that not share your opinion, Phil, that the film is. I like Charlie Wilson's flawed. War. I felt like it was seventy minutes, though. I felt like it just ended, and a lot of people have said, "Well, that's how that whole situation ended. It just dropped." I'm like, "Yeah, but I don't need." I to, feel like it probably would have been better. better movie. It yeah. probably would have been better served as an HBO film. You know what I mean? Like it would, probably would have had the the scale of the movie probably would have seemed more impressive on the small screen than the big one. But anyways, this isn't the, the four years the ago monthly uh, <laughs> yeah. podcast. But this I did is, like Social Network, yes. Yes. Well, um, you know, also you hanging in there was Wall Street 2 and uh, but Case Gecko 39 Bidoui. after like – it was made four years ago. I, I did a set visit for that movie back in 2006 and it just came out last weekend. When, and That's two years before I even started yeah, when working I, for IGN. Exactly. When I worked That's at Paramount, that was one of the last movies I worked on in the marketing division. And I just remember seeing all the key art come in for the poster concepts and just all these ch- checkered X's over like like the drawing. Because was the you, one that came uh, the post that came out was. Do you remember? Was that I one do of the remember ones? seeing that? Uh, so I don't. I don't think that was one of the. Off an old design or? Yeah, I, I just I don't remember that one being. 
like one of the ones that was X'd off or not, but I do remember various poses, intense close-ups of Renee Zellweger's face in mid-scream or cowering in, against like this false front of a door and wow. this kid being... Yeah, happened, I just remember a lot of What happened to bad. her face, by the way? Her face has always been like completely stretched back and Russian dollish, but like, <laughs> you know, she's like Squinty McGee, but, but uh, Appaloosa. Like I finally caught, in my, I finally in my review of that, I said she looked like she walked into a shovel in the mining camp. Yeah, yeah. You know? she looks, looks like, like someone she, took she a... She has wind shear. Like she's got <laughs> severe wind burn on her <laughs> face. Like, you... maybe, that's a, maybe that was actually a choice. Like, oh, she's out in the prairie or some crap. Spe- and... Well, true. Of, she would have, yeah. Speaking of weird face, have any of you seen Easy A? Uh, I have not. I heard it's wonderful. Again, is, okay. it, is it a movie? Is That's it a right. recent movie? I'm sorry. Yes. I'm just going to discount you from current pop culture events. <laughs> I know. Of have you seen <laughs> Legend of the Guardians, though? That's for oh. kids. No, not even. My kids don't even want to see owls. They don't want to see owl fight? No way. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Amanda Bynes. They, they watch in, anything. Amanda Bynes in Easy A. Something happened to her head and face. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. She is it looks a, like someone took the a catcher's mitt and just that. put it back wow. behind her skull. That's and she's like, she's so young too. Imagine I now, in ten years. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to happen to her. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, let's, that was a let's, detour. Yeah, let's, anyway, let's dive into the aside. news. <laughs> yes. Well, speaking Face of uh, speaking of hideous beasts, <laughs> Halo the movie has been in development, or it's actually been dead now for a few years. That's an interesting segue. Haley, hideous yeah, beasts. Yeah, I really to, wasn't uh, trying to go for a I segue. I thought you were going to go into the Superman. No, let's let's uh, let's dive into Halo first uh, because Spiel I think Bergo. it is it's Spielberg. The, the report is uh, so we're going to assume that you know, some of our listeners aren't up to date on the news, so we're going a little news flash here that Steven Spielberg is reportedly uh, in his studio DreamWorks is reportedly interested in taking on the Halo movie, but in an effort to avoid getting sued by Fox and Universal, who you guys might remember trying to develop a movie out of the Halo games for years, they're turning to the novels, the novelization tie-ins to the game as the source material for a movie. Um, Making a movie based on books, based on a video game. Right, but it gives them a lot nice. of legal wiggle room that the studios can't come back and sue them, saying that basically you're, you're exploiting our development. Money. I just bought the rights to the novelization of Friday the 13th Part 2. <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to get that made. That's, I mean, these things, it, it really is kind of like a, confounding to me because, you know, you can make a movie about somebody's life if you buy a book that was written about them. But you can't just out and out, I guess, unless they're part of the public record, just make a movie about somebody. Right. It's just. It's well, unless, they, unless you get it from them. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Like, if I want to make the Jim Vavita story... You better what, pay you, up, you, bitch. That's yeah, what I'm five, saying. Five bucks. Right? You better five bucks and, dollars. Five bucks and some Sam Adams, right? <laughs> Just don't block don't about like it. Slime. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> then you'll get caught. Then Andrew Is it Garfield okay that will... you're going to look like Master Chief, though? I, I'm okay with that. Okay. But only from the neck up. <laughs> he's, got, he's got better abs. <laughs> so what do you guys think, though, about uh, Spielberg doing Halo and about you... Are you guys familiar at all with the novelizations of the, the game? The novelizations, no. no. The game, no. sure. Uh, no. I, I mean, uh, it kind of makes sense for a movie like that to be in Spielberg's camp. Yet at the same time, he, you know, he and DreamWorks, you know, they're in that still in that transition phase where they're trying to you know, create yet another defining brand for themselves, and uh, you know, they're knee deep in those Tintin movies, which <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like box office meh to me. 
Knee, uh, knee deep in tin tins playing at the tree. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, maybe maybe the motion capture stuff. Maybe that's the way you can do the halo. Yeah, maybe mode. that's the way to go. Because um, uh, oddly enough, I actually did wear a motion capture suit a few years ago for one of the Halo games. Oh, nice! It was an incredibly humiliating experience actually <laughs> to have to walk around in, in essentially a leotard in front of strangers all day. But it was amazing when you actually saw on the screen like. What's that happening? was that was me as Master Chief in this like promo thing that they were doing. So <clears throat> I guess they could do the whole movie that way, maybe keep costs down. That could work, you know. And and you know the the, the movie feels like you know if Spielberg's going to be involved, it's most likely going to be like an executive producer type role, like on Men in Black. He's so well, he's an yeah. avid gamer. Maybe maybe he will. If he what do you think? Di- if he you know, if he if directed he a Halo movie, then if there are any struggles in getting that to the big screen, then. Hollywood should just like go to jail, like <laughs> like Spielberg. Well, that would Halo. be more like Microsoft, I think. Right? Like yeah. they seem so protective of, of anything their happening of their brand. to their little yeah. two billion dollar brand. Their little two billion dollar brand. It's only two billion. Yeah, you know. Come on. You know what's cool? Three billion. <laughs> <laughs> I know what that's a reference to, even though I haven't seen it. <laughs> Easy A. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Gahool. Gahool. <laughs> the social network of Gahool. Yeah. So, other big news this week: Superman. Okay, Zack Snyder is going to oh, direct great. Superman. What do you guys think? Mouth fart. <laughs> it's fine. You know what? I like Zack Snyder. I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, Even though you don't want to go see his owl movie. I'll see it eventually. Everything eventually makes its way to my screen. Everything uh, declares it, itself. It just, uh, uh, what you get with this is the typical fanboy reaction. And if you listen to uh, Channel Surfing at all, we, we get this on TV a lot. And especially with casting stories or with movies more because there's more uh, director news with movies. Uh you get a lot of people saying, oh, great, then fill in the blank, which is that now Superman's going to be a, you know, you know. He's uh, going to be naked he's and gonna, blue. He's going to be in slow motion and he's going to fight, you know. He's going to have rock hard He's going to have 300 times. soldiers. Or he's, he's oh, great, Superman's going to be in a sanitarium with a bunch of girls who daydream. Oh, great. Yeah. Zod's going to look like Actually, Rorschach. if Superman <laughs> was in a sanitarium with a bunch and of, one girls, of these, I would see that. And that's, <laughs> that's one of the lowest forms of criticism because what it does is it takes – you know, because I know this person from this one thing, that is what their next yeah, thing will be. And it's a really ridiculous complaint. And George, from he used to work for Latino Review, actually tweeted that out. And I was so ashamed of him. <laughs> he just, because he said, oh, great, now Zod's going to wear a Rorschach mask. He also used to write for, yeah, uh, I mean, for uh, IGN Retro. <laughs> well, <laughs> he did. No, seriously. Oh, really? We do have an IGN Retro, in case you guys don't know. No, I, I just didn't think it was still online. <laughs> yeah, I just, is that like Cars? <laughs> if anyone remembers IGN cars, please please email us. IGN, IGN cars shop. gets a lot more clicks than some of the other channels. What's the Twitter <laughs> hashtag for IGN cars? So um, overall, though, like there are some plot rumors and villain rumors that came out. Phil, why don't you fill us in on what sure. you've heard? Uh, before I do that, I want to piggyback something real quick on what Fowler said about like the, it being the lowest form of criticism. Like I, a lot of that is, but I, I think it's safe to assume that. You know, some of Zack Snyder's fingerprints as a director, like his stylistic choices, you know, we can count on those bleeding over into this movie. I'm like, sure there'll be a slow-down, speed-up moment yeah, of, which of, uh, in a fight. But I'm hoping, though, that Nolan standing over his shoulder can rein some of that in because sometimes well, see, I, it veers into the it, – it, it's done so much and, and parodied in so many other films. Like, it, it risks being parody, actually, and, yeah. and it just needs to be reined in a little. I, I, I do think it's interesting that – Christopher Nolan, who's the most intelligent, articulate filmmaker I have ever met, and I, I could listen to that guy all day, is 
paired with the most inarticulate filmmaker I've ever met, which is Zack Snyder. That's I'm you've not, ever met though. I've yeah, I've interviewed so him. So like, few times I kind of want to because I would say there's a lot of other. Well, there could out be other ones, but my <laughs> point my point of bringing this up is that, and this isn't. I'm not knocking Snyder. I think it's kind of a wonder that a guy who has such difficulty sort of condensing and just string together sentences to make just a, a cogent point when he's doing like a public presentation can create such visually masterful looking. Because it's all up on the screen, Jim. Well, I mean, he must just draw the stuff out and just say, look, I'm not great at articulating this, but here's what I want. And people look at it and say, oh, my God, that's great. Okay. Let's, we'll do that. I mean, I am curious to see how he and Nolan sort of work, work together. together because, right. I mean, Nolan's stuff is very cerebral, cerebral yeah. very you know narrative-driven. And and Snyder is kind of comes from an opposite end where everything is more visceral. The visual yeah. and the palette. And again, one of Nolan's, which he has improved on over the years, but one of his weak spots was always action sequences, yes. fight, fight scenes. You know, that is true. Yeah, he was. I think uh, Inception actually had some of his better action Definitely, stuff. Yeah, if you look at Batman Begins, I don't know what's going on half the time. Yeah, it is fights. difficult. Then, I mean, yeah. But the the thing there is like he argues, well, you know, Batman's supposed to be a wraith. And all this, you're not supposed to really know what he's doing. You don't need to see exactly what he's doing. I do. Yeah, but I, I, no, I, I agree. I'm just saying I, that's, I agree that's with Nolan's, Nolan's idea of it, but it's. I think it's also more in how it's cut because if somebody is swinging left, I don't want to then cut to a different angle of their them with their arms. Yeah, it's, it's clumsy. It just seems, you know. Well, there is the one eighty. There messy. is the one eighty degree rule, which most of the time needs to be upheld for a coherent fight to come across well. Yeah, but um, for all of you film students out there. The 180 degree rule. That's right. You know what that is. We're not going to explain. <laughs> I'm not going to explain what it is. But, but you can you can read about it on IGN Mise en Scene. Yeah, uh, yeah. On IGN Truffaut, you can read it. <laughs> Babe of the day. So, um, uh, Phil, tell us about uh, some of the well, plot. The, the, the story wise, um, well, the villain is uh, rumored to be in. I believe Vulture confirmed it. Uh, it's or I'm sorry, Hollywood Reporter confirmed it. It's General Zod, nice. which is awesome. That that's great. That's a great no first villain. No, no, he's still no Brainiac. No Bizarro. No, no Bizarro. Yeah, but Brainiac has been like the guy they've been talking about for quite some time in previous reboot attempts. Yeah, you know? he's he's the always a bright. By the way, biggest problem. His name's Brainiac. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you sell that? Um, Might as well just have crypto in the movie. <laughs> Give it time. Yeah, I know. I am actually uh, hoping well, he for was, a, I'm no, actually hoping for a Superman Returns. <laughs> speed up, slow but down. But wait a minute. Wasn't the dog in uh, Superman Returns, the white dog? Wasn't he just on the farm, right? Uh, there was. I don't think he was white. I think he was a golden retriever. Uh, okay. Right. But it was Air Bud was, was be, on the farm. <laughs> I was supposed to be crippled. But I'm, I'm waiting for the spinoff. The, of the Legends Go Hool style, where it's just like super dogs from Krypton. <laughs> uh, awesome. But and the story rumor is uh, is uh, that Clark Kent uh, kind of roams the Earth. Welcome <laughs> like, to like, Earth, Clark. <laughs> like came Punch to debate whether or not face. he even should be a Superman, and that's a potentially interesting angle. Uh, that sounds pretty cool. It, it, it's very similar to something uh, Kingdom Come writer Mark Wade did with Superman Birthright, uh, but just in you know the bare bones idea alone. Uh, it could be a cool thing to to wrap that or to to wrap a, a good movie around that. Like, um, but you know, Rich George, our editor for IGN Comics, like he pointed out that you know he doesn't want like to him like, and the best Superman stories are no Superman. Superman knows he needs to do this. He just doesn't know how he can do it all the time. 
as opposed to seeing a Superman going, oh, you know, to be or not to be. Like, should I do this? Should I do that? Like, he doesn't – Rich was pointing out that, you know, he doesn't want to see – and he thinks a lot of fans don't want to see a Superman, you know, who spends most of the movie uh, deciding if if his destiny is really his destiny. Yeah, I mean, it, didn't well, they kind before. of touch on that in Superman 2 and yeah. in Superman, Superman Returns, Returns a little bit, questions yeah. his – and didn't and I mean, haven't we spent t- ten seasons on Smallville trying to figure this out too? Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to see him just beat some crap up at this point. You know? Yeah, I, it sounds like he's going to throw a punch if yeah. Zod's involved. Now yeah. there's there's also rumors that Mad Men's John Hamm might be up for the role of Superman. What do you guys think of that? Is he uh, uh, actually John Hamm? Uh, yeah, he shot oh. that down. Like oh he did yeah when during the interview uh, during the interview for the town he said that he doesn't know where that's come from like it's not coming to him. Uh, He's just yeah. That's not. He could be lying too. Yeah. He could we'll be see. lying too. I mean, he is Don Draper. I'm just saying. <laughs> he's and look, I love him. I love Mad Men, and I love Don Draper, the character. Uh, but on that show, he is pushing playing. What's he supposed to be? Thirty five on that show. Well, uh-huh. he's in real life. He's going to be forty next year. But I'm saying, like, he even looks older than who he's supposed to be playing on <laughs> Mad Men. That age that he's supposed Fair to be enough. playing. Yeah. Granted, he does drink a lot, so you could attribute that. I, to the I, I, read a, I think he'd be a good Superman, but I think because of his his age coming into the role, it'd be a one and done. And I mean, unless they're really looking at this being being a one and done in case they lose the rights in t- 2012. Um, Maybe what I'm saying is that I know Justin Bieber is look- <laughs> is doing that new punk show on MTV now, but after that's done, he'd make a great. Kip- well, he would. Yeah. I, I, I think I make think a that, great uh, Perry White. I think John Hamm would actually be Otis. a good like Alex Ross looking Superman. Yeah, and if they do this kind of new plot, I don't know if they would necessarily need to even go to Metropolis. I mean, it, you know, he couldn't the, he just kind of wander around. I don't know. It, it's tricky because you know. There's a certain iconography. He goes to a monastery the in the Himalayas. Right. I mean, <laughs> is, is Superman a strong enough character to survive without his touchstones? You I don't know think what I mean? so. Without the, the all the supporting. Because then he's not Superman. Right. But, but I also think because of the lawsuit, I don't know what elements they can use. He's because in, they've they lost they lost the rights to some he's of the in things. Petropolis. Well, they they lost <laughs> the rights to some like they can't do. I I guess they can't he really do his origin. And they, they can't really do, like, um, I'm not even sure if they can use Daily Planet or not. Yeah, I, mean, I, certain, I don't remember. Like, I remember things. that story that we did on it, but uh, I it's don't. It's an know. online blogger. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> some of that got cleared He's up. writing I, for TMZ <laughs> now. Um, but w- whatever they do, like, it, it'll, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they, what they can use and what they can. And yeah. As long as, like, I mean, to, to, to those out there who argue, well, Superman didn't throw a punch in Superman Returns. He didn't throw a punch in Donner's Superman either. And that movie's freaking great. Yeah. So, um, so I think I. But he did totally change time. He did totally change time. He turned back time. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I think that uh, that if Superman has to decide, if Clark Kent has to decide how to be Superman in a world that's X Y Z, you know, yeah, I definitely think you know it'll, the tests of how God like he can be with his powers and everything would would come out like. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Like, how does Superman keep all that in check? Um, other news this week: Spider Man. They've cast. They've cast Emma Stone from EZA. That's J. Jonah Jameson. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> she's a redhead. Well, she's apparently she's not a natural redhead. Yeah. That was in the official press release, and I'm like, from, from Jesus, how 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 thorough was that? Yeah, audition? how did Mark Webb discover that exactly? But she's not playing MJ, not playing Mary Jane. She's playing Gwen Stacy. 
As if it's Spidey's as if it girl. matters if the person playing the role is like but Kirsten she looks right. like Mary Snagglefield Dunst is yeah like, you know like I don't know how to articulate this hundred percent but you throw out you 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 throw out the net to play your lead in the Spider Man movie and you cast the redhead you know immediately the fanboys the audience is going oh I'm gonna make the one to one connection she's Mary Jane and then Sony swerves it goes no uh Gwen Stacy and then they drop the <laughs> mic and they think it's cool and it's a little confusing. Yeah. You know, it's I mean, that's cool. You're gonna I catch mean, Gwen well, Stacy. Honestly, fine. if you're gonna re- if you're gonna reboot it to the point where he's back in high school, you, maybe you're gonna try to tell the story right and not have Mary Jane be in high school with him, you know. Well she's gonna well, be the, in the movie, but she's not gonna be his girl. Well she'll well, be maybe will she be his cu- cousin who says you hit the jackpot tiger well, or something like that. All I'm saying is that nobody's gonna care about this because they'll be too busy staring at Andrew Garfield's eyebrows. <laughs> Behind the mask, because those are ferocious. Those, will those are ferocious. <laughs> you better lawyer up, pal. <laughs> uh, I love what do, what do you think, though, of of Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy? You know, I was uh, never hair color aside. I was never really. I was indifferent toward her as an actress um, until I saw Easy A. Like I, I don't, you know, to paraphrase Roger Ebert, like there are moments in that movie where you can actually see a, a movie star being born. Oh, wow. And uh, I can, yeah, I think she could, she could either, she will bring a level of dimension to it that Kirsten Dunst did not. Uh, and, I mean, that's, I mean, you could say that the Mary Jane character in, in the three Spider-Man movies. Well, it's all how it's written, too. Yeah, it's all that, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, she was always a damsel in distress. Yeah. Every movie was about her ending up, like. Uh, the the equivalent of being tied to the train tracks, except the train tracks were dangling in midair. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the third movie, when she got captured, you're just like, you didn't even like her in that point. She didn't like any of the characters in three. Like they all <laughs> no. just became douchebags all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, Everybody did. you cared about in two, all of a sudden, within ten minutes of three, you didn't care, care about, them. about them. Yeah. That's a really That's good true. point. Interesting phenomenon. Now, I don't have a, enough grasp on Gwen Stacy from the original material from the comics. As an actual character, she was a comic book classmate girlfriend. You know what I mean? So, well, I mean, it, her dad was, she... was a cop, and she's most famous for dying. Right. You know? right. Exactly. If, if but it's rumors... like I knew, I kind of knew what, who MJ kind of was like. She, yeah. You know, she was the easy girl. She was the fast girl. She I mean, the, she the, had she had she those, was uh, forward. She had the catchphrases and stuff, and she was you well, know the word around the campfire is is that this is going. We actually Closer. don't have a campfire, just so people know that. Yeah, it's actually quite cold. In it's LA. radio. <laughs> we can tell them anything. Um, uh, it's that you know they're going to adhere more closely to what Bendis did with his Ultimate Spider-Man run, and in that, you know, MJ is in high school with Pete. Pete's had a huge crush on her. Uh, Gwen Stacy, the friend. She's the friend who likes Peter. Uh, she, I, she's not she really. Like him? She's not a hundred percent in love with Pete, but she she doesn't like him as much as he likes her. But she comes around to the idea. You know, I mean, they've been oh, like. Oh, so Peter known... likes Gwen? Oh no, sorry, Peter likes MJ. No, I'm saying I'm saying Gwen likes Peter. But no, Gwen does not like Peter in that way, and Peter does not like her in that way. Gwen Stacy kind of comes in Why as are we like talking about her. <laughs> <laughs> Gwen Stacy in the comics, she kind of in in Bendis's thing, uh, she kind of comes in like ooh, the bad student. You know, like she's been bouncing around from Wait, whatever. Who? Gwen Stacy, she kind of comes into the school, and uh, her father is still the police chief, and. He's killed by a crook out there who's in, who's going around dressing as Spider Man, and she ends up blaming Spider Man for his death. And then uh, she has and like she an accidental some death. Super serum, right? And becomes no. the Gwen Goblin. The Gwen Goblin. <laughs> yes. Well, in the in the, in the uh, spectacular Spider Man cartoon series, which only lasted two seasons, unfortunately, which was very good, they uh, they played up that dynamic where they were both in high school with him, but uh, Gwen was there mostly, like. 
MJ was the girl he liked. The unrequited love, though, was between Gwen and Peter because she liked him, that they were just friends. Because she, she was hideous, of course, because she wore glasses. I mean, it's, yeah. And her hair was, and her well, hair was up. No, so Gwen is like, uh, she dresses like, you know, Britney Spears in one of her hot videos. Like, a lot uh. of mid drift action, a lot of piercings. Uh, You're talking about Bendit. Bendit is that, really, is yeah. that really still like a, a rebellious thing to do, though, in this day and age? I no. mean, in, in a school Not in New all. York, Not at to all. show up in midriff and piercings is. Isn't I'm, that kind of any chick at the mall? I feel now? rebellious right now. We're in my r- midriff. That's yeah. right, and I really wish you wouldn't. Kids it's used to smoke. Up. You and, keep saying and, that. Uh, I, want to I went, to, I went to high campfire. school in New York. Kids used to smoke with the teachers in the teachers' lounge. That's awesome, really. It was rad. They used to pull bank jobs. Then, but then, that sounds like but, a scene I'd see in like a Goodfellas montage. But then, <laughs> but then each year it got. Then they canceled smoking in the school. Then they said you could smoke out front, so kids would smoke out. Then they're like, no. This is a city school, so it's it's a building. So that, no, you have to go to the end of the sidewalk. No, mm. that, you have to go into Central Park. Our school was right next to. Central Before Park. you know it, you that's were, awesome. So <laughs> it, we got pushed in into the park. park eventually. Then it was no smoking at all, and so you just had to go further into the park, and then you <laughs> that's where you found a lot of meth and dead but people. Dead, that's when you dead found, hookers get yeah. mauled by bears and. The Hobocalypse. <laughs> Have you been to Central Park? Yes. <laughs> Are you telling us there's bears. not bears? Because when I was in Central Park, there were. Uh, Eaten by a lion. Yeah. So um, Wolverine 2, that's the uh, – there, there's a lot of comic book movie news this week. Wolverine 2, Darren Ar- Aronofsky apparently has been offered the job of director. It's his job oh, to lose. I was wrong. Yep. I was wrong. George used the oh great quote for that. Oh, okay. oh, he said, "Oh, great! Now Wolverine's going to be looking for a tree." That's what the tweet was. Well, so anyway, that's <laughs> because of that one. Can movie. we like Jay and Silent Bob visit this guy? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, he, I, I, I've only I've only met him a couple times, but as far as I know, he's never said anything. Like well, that. I, I'm actually friends with George. Yeah, so I mean, I like, like yeah. See, like, so does he say then, that a lot? But, though, does he but, say that a lot? Well, I don't see why we're giving him free press on our on our. Podcast. He he works for a site. They they can talk about us if they want. This know. is this is just his Twitter feed. <laughs> but anyways, what do you guys think about Darren Aronofsky do doing it. Wolverine Two? Like it it? It, there's no way it can be as bad as Wolverine One. <laughs> there's no well, way. until until it so gets at this in the hands point, of any, the studio. So at this point, any director would yeah, do this it because bell nothing could be worse. Could do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it, the the deadline article. Uh, made a point that, you know, said that Aronofsky is meeting with Tom Rothman, the head of Fox, who all you fanboys know is like fanboy movie poison. Uh, he's meeting with him, talking about trying to get, uh, you know, absolute creative control over the project. And here's the thing. <laughs> Good luck. Because that's Tom <laughs> Rothman. I but, mean, you know, getting creative Aronofsky, control from Fox, though, has got a lot of, uh, of heat on him right now. A lot of, you know, Oscar buzz for Black Swan. It's true. I mean, maybe, maybe you know, they'll, they'll cut him a little slack. But I've heard stories about, like, the original cuts of, you know, Wolverine or even Hitman being so much better than the stuff that ended up getting released. Uh, I've also heard stories that, uh, you know, Rothman just isn't a fan of comic book movies. He makes them because... There's an audience for them, you know, but I don't know. I've actually never, I've seen the guy, but I've never met him, and you know, yeah, I don't I mean, know. But it's definitely not a good track record there. I mean, Daredevil, Electra, and Daredevil, the the director's cut of that that came out on DVD, I thought was a better movie than the one that came out. It's not, you know, it doesn't save the movie, but mm-hmm. it's definitely a 
more interesting, you know? What do you think, Fowler? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> You'll go see it, maybe. I mean, yeah, it's not the ideal situation. I mean, look, Mark Stephen Johnson's a huge, huge comic book fan, and while I admit that they like, added whatever courtroom scene or whatever to Daredevil, it made it... It made him seem like more of a lawyer and help that character. It still wasn't a good movie, you know. Yeah. Like, does so? Like, yes, you can assume that somebody who doesn't really like comic book movies and is just out to make money is going to make a bad movie. But you also can't assume that somebody who's a huge comic book fan is going to make a good movie. Right. Yes. It's because they're a comic book fan. <laughs> That's, true. That's an excellent point. Yeah. So, um, Ghost Rider Two, Idris Elba has joined the cast, and it's now called Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. I could and Karen Hines from uh, I am Jack's total lack of concern when it comes to this movie. That's a film in the Romania. Movie, total Recall. <laughs> <laughs> Fried Green Tomatoes. Well, well he, Fried Green Boy Scout. He, he, here, here's a sequel though that probably will will elicit uh, a more passionate response from all of us. Transformers Three has a title. Can Fowler say it, please? Wait, why do I say it? Because it's just funny. Now, wait, is there a the in front of it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, it's Transformers 3, colon. No, no, it's just Transformers, colon. Oh, no. Transformers, colon, the dark of the moon. Not dun, the dun. dark side of the moon. No. No Pink Floyd lawsuit there, I guess. The dark, dark of, of the, the moon. moon. That's, might as well just call it the myth of fingerprints. <laughs> Owning Mahoney. I'm just saying that's, a, that's, that's like a, that's like an indie movie title. You know? uh, yeah. I, I, I hate though. I hate those kind of you know those artsy fartsy titles. Like exactly. What, and then what? What is some of the I understand. Ones, like, the, why I understand. Artsy? I understand now the fact that it's hard to come up with these subtitles for movies for sequels. But that. It, why does an artsy fartsy title exist on anything called Transformers? You yeah. know, why does that come? Why does that subtitle exist on any? Just like, go. Just call it the secret of the ooze at this point. Yeah, it's, <laughs> and then like the day before that title rumor came out, Shia LaBeouf had an interview where he said, "Oh, it's our best one. I'm really proud of it. It's gonna." You know, the second one, yeah, That's we know like it was crap. That's like calling Mo the smartest student. <laughs> 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 like, at what point do you care? Right. But, and then this comes out, and it's like, just to... I mean, that's not really a vote of confidence that anything Shia is saying is is going to pan out. You know, like, because, I mean, not that I... I love Even Stevens. I'll just say that. I, I do love <laughs> you know, Even Stevens. I saw Shia on a rerun of uh, Freaks and Geeks. He was playing the school mascot. It's good shit. It was just, I, I couldn't, I was like, oh my God, this kid from Transformers is just, you know, he's just like a background day player in this show. And it is funny if you go back and you watch that show, not to get off on a TV tangent, but like, you know, Jason Siegel and Seth Rogen and James Franco. Everyone who was on that show went on. <laughs> well, Linda Cardinelli, right? She was in uh, she was in Scooby-Doo ER. and ER. ER. She was on yeah. that, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I went to Boston accent I for don't know. ER. You're, 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 What'd you you're thinking of the town. I, I went to ER. Yeah. He's going to put he's, this whole you know, podcast in the Boston interview. podcast, my review. He's the, he's the Bostonite. <laughs> <laughs> you're from Czech, rural... Pennsylvania. You're from like Amish. I'm from, I'm from Brooks County. He's, he's going to be careful out there among them English. Yeah. <laughs> he's like Kingpin. Westminster. He's, he's Randy Quaid and Kingpin. Well, Phil's he doesn't want to get Munson out there. I, what was the name of our receptionist back at Culver? Bless Which one? Heart. Laura Megan? Bell? The Martha? dim bulb. No, the di- the large, Megan. large Megan. chest dim Megan. brain. <laughs> Megan. I had her convinced for about three days that Phil, Phil was, was Amish, Amish. That Phil was Amish and was here as part of that weird Amish exchange program where they let you go out in the world for a year and see if you want to live life outside of their family. And if you choose to live that life, you have to actually disavow your family. 
or re- after one year, you have to return back to the to the Amish estate. And she bought it because oh, you know man. she's out here to be an actress. <laughs> Fowler, to your credit, she believed that. I think even after we told her, it wasn't true. That's yeah, that's true. As much as I tried to say, oh, I was joking. He's not Amish. Oh god. So okay. I remember. I, I, I wanted sorry. you to play up it though. I wanted you to come in one day with like a, a hooked vest or something, or like I did bring in a butter turner and said lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Where, but just to get back to Transformers, what do you guys, what do you think so far of what you've heard about the film and sort of the idea of it being kind of like a, an opening in the early 1960s and that JFK knew of the Transformers? I, and, if I see a freaking like Prowler with the rifle behind the grassy knoll or something like that, <laughs> Starscream is actually the guy. And if they, the the they kind of like have to do that revision, one of the history. cars. I bet you one of the cars in Dealey Plaza. <laughs> yeah, is was, actually yeah, the thing his that car, killed him. And it, he he wasn't supposed to make a right. He was supposed to make a left. <laughs> exactly. Limo. Wait, this is not our usual route. What's going on? It was all it was bubble dome limbo. It was actually a conspiracy <laughs> between the Cubans, the mob, and the Decepticons. <laughs> My God, it's a yeah, Decepticon. <laughs> Gonna kill us all. <laughs> laser beak. <laughs> it's in, and it's like back it's then. The, it's like phonograph record players that transform. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Okay. So that's what we think about it. Yeah. That's what I think so about far, it. That movie sounds better I, than anything Bay's gonna put together. I, I would. I would totally see the transforming car in Dealey Plaza. Yeah. I think that would be kind of awesome. Bay yeah. has to be smart enough to know that if he even attempts to do revisionist history, he's gonna retcon American history. Yeah. Uh, you know we're going to see a shot because you, you, you know the space program is going to have come from something like that from the technology. If they know, yeah, if they know, if it's been around since like what was it, Calvin Coolidge's time well, or something? It's supposed right? to be who about built the space the race, right? Dam? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Which uh, you know the the second movie left such a crap taste in my mouth, and I think in a lot of that. I, yeah, I don't. Mouth, I, like, honestly, I, I, I don't, don't care where. It goes. Well, I, I, really I kind of wish they would get rid of the soldier characters because I don't feel like they're adding anything to oh, the well, story. You're going to be disappointed because Josh did oh, Hamel. He's <laughs> <laughs> in this thing for more screen time than he was in the first two combined. Well, there we combined. Go. Combined. That is life as. Wait, are they going? Ooh. Are they going back in time? Gonna go back in time. I think it's just the uh, a prologue. Or are we going back in time? Oh, I, I think see. it's a prologue. I think pe- it is. There is a Russian robot in it. That's all no, black. Wrong. Is he like Yakov Smirnov? Yakov Smirnov. It's weird. You bring the, uh, my friend. He works in the special effects industry, and he has a friend who. Why you speak like a Russian? Yeah. He has <laughs> in a friend. Russia, special <laughs> effects at, make you a special. He's a friend at Digital Domain, who was. You know, helping, you know, the, one of the outfits ILM, ILM is, you know, working with or whatever to make the effects. And they were doing a, a pool, $100, to the person who can name the Russian robot. And, Did uh, I win? No, I, I don't know who won it. But uh, the, the names that were going around <laughs> were Fire and Ice. That was Bay's <laughs> favorite. Um, Sickle. That was one. Oh yeah, I think Hammer and Sickle yeah. would actually make more Hammer sense. Sickle, yeah. At least. And I, yeah. I, did, I told my friend uh, Cold but, War. Yeah. Done. Cold That's War. The name of the war about Cold oh, War. But they haven't heard mine. Vodkatron. Vodkatron. <laughs> 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 now we're done. Oh, now, yeah. Optimus Shmirnov. Yeah. That would be awesome. Absolute Optimus. <laughs> Absolute ta- Prime. A.D. Yeah. Tonticon. Right <laughs> uh, one last uh, news item, then we're going to talk about what's opening up this weekend. Um, this movie called Gravity. It's a 3D science fiction film that Alfonso Cuaron, who did uh, Harry Pro- uh, Potter it's and the Prisoner of Azkaban. based on the... On the on the Children s- of Men. <laughs> yeah. 
It's based on. Ah, uh, crap! I ruined the joke because I can't remember. As you looked at my name. face, who's the singer who banged Jessica Simpson? Has all the tattoos. He had the Playboy interview. Oh, oh, John, John Mayer. Mayer. It's yeah, the, it's it's the two hundred million dollar adaptation of his song Gravity. <laughs> I don't know John Mayer songs enough to get that reference. <laughs> all I know is that Wonderland song. Is it sad that I know? Is them it on the B- Is it the B side to the well, Wonderland single? Whose who's body is Wonderland? <laughs> just to bring it back to the movie. By the way, it's, Jessica it's basically, Simpson just went out to perform for the troops and got dehydrated and couldn't finish the song and puked on stage. Nice. Anyways, that's my opinion. It's, it's basically it's supposed to be Castaway in Space with a female protagonist. All right, so the space station. <laughs> her, her space station gets destroyed by asteroid debris, mm. and uh, she's trying to get get her way back to Earth. This Earth. thing has gone through like every Earth. every like big female actress in town. Uh, Angelina Jolie was supposed to do it. She salt, dropped out. Salt, 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 <laughs> salt, salt. That's the theme to salt. And then uh, really they is. talked to Natalie Portman, and she's dropped out. Now they're talking to Sandra Bullock. Um, oh. What the hell? How come you can't get... Uh, you would think, you know, all these actresses want strong female leads. This is a major genre film. No, wait. Are they, are they telling film. them... Are they saying that... Are these actresses saying no? Is that yes. what's going on? They're turning it down. Maybe it's a money thing. Maybe it's a story thing. Maybe it's... I don't just know. Regardless of whether I mean, or not the film does well, that's play, an Oscar nomination. Yeah, Alfonso... Yeah, I mean, think think For about it. Best though. actress. Yeah, think about it. You can either play the wife, the girlfriend, or the lawyer, and you're being offered the lead role in a 3D Alfonso event Caron film, sci-fi film. Work with Alfonso Caron. It's got Robert Downey Jr. in it in a small role. I mean, what the he's hell? The, Why are people saying no? <laughs> yeah, uh, because maybe there she's forgot. This is what it is. She's in the shower. When the asteroids hit, does never has time to get her clothing before she's actually, isolated on. The, um, she's actually nude the whole time, and it's a very it's a very challenging role. What ha- what happens is is uh, um, should we give a spoiler warning? Look, this is a big spoiler warning. If you don't like your Alfonso Cuarón movie spoiled, you wait, I don't like this. my Alfonso. Wait, <laughs> asteroids do not hit her ship per se. Okay, asteroids hit something else, which cause it in Soviet Russia. She hit asteroids <laughs> <laughs> to hit her thing, and. She has to get from her thing to some sort of uh, space station. So it's kind of like Apollo 13 sort of it's, thing. It's Apollo 13 castaway, and there's a male astronaut played by Robert Downey Jr. who... Why hit, don't they just get you know, Tom Hanks to be in drag again? That's how we burst into the scene. He'll do I, it. I'm surprised they haven't gone out to Jodie Foster because she's the one who swoops in. Jodie Foster when, or Charlize Theron or anybody, yeah, like, you know. Like Jodie Foster came in for flight plan. This, she can do this. I'd see Jodie Foster. Actually, in I think she'd be great for that. Yeah, Come and on. I think Natalie Portman. While I, I love Natalie Portman as an actress and as a pretty thing, uh, I think she's a little too slight to play like you know a thirty thirty five. She's also year old. very young. She, yeah. yeah, she's, she's her, well, her use. I, was, I mean, or. again, are they going to cast to this age? You know, no. Charlie Theron yeah. would be fun too. I mean, but you know, uh, clearly there's <laughs> some there's some range there that you can go from you know twenty something year old Natalie Portman to forty something year old Sandra Bullock. What's Angelica and, Houston right. doing? <laughs> I hope Sandra Bullock does her southern accent because she never does that in movies anymore. Uh, never. I watched The Blind I, Side I hear like two months ago. So bad. Uh, well, <laughs> we gotta we gotta start wrapping so it up actually okay. here in a couple of minutes so you guys can go so watch, watch Walking Dead. Dead. Uh, but opening up this weekend, we got a bunch of things. A lot of them opening up in limited release, but the major releases are my solo take Wes Craven's 3D horror movie. So I heard a soundbite from that on the radio, and the guy. I'm, I'm assuming this line is intact. Is 
if something's evil enough or if a soul is evil enough, can it come back to life? That's a question asked Wes of Craven, someone else in the movie. Well, wouldn't indirect. Hitler have come back to life then by this point? Then? Uh, it wasn't evil enough. Not like this dude. <laughs> Wes Craven wrote this. Ladies and uh, my Soul to Take, I Spit on Your Grave remake. Which yeah. is in limited release. Um, it's kind of a funny story, which is a Zach Galifianakis uh, dramedy. Um, Secretariat, which is a big release. It's the, What's Diane it's Lane the doing? Why picture? can't she be in Gravity? It's the, it's the Who? Diane Lane. Yeah, actually, she she's in Gravity. Go. She's not. She doesn't open a movie. Uh, Rodanthe. Uh, she's in second chair. Open yeah. my pants. Which, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. You folks. were quoting Josh Brolin. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Life as We Know It, which is the great Catherine, Catherine Heigl. Heigl. She can uh, open my pants. Oh. Uh, Dame Catherine Heigl. <laughs> <laughs> and Sir Josh. Sir Josh Dumas. And then uh, we got a couple other ones. Uh, uh, Nowhere Boy, which is the John Lennon biopic starring Kick Ass's Aaron Johnson, and then Stone with Robert De Niro and uh, Edward Norton and Mila Jovovich, and then finally Tamara Drew, which is based in this British Sweet comic strip. Sweet cheeks of delight. <laughs> so it's Gemma Arterton. Uh, what and do you guys think ass. it's going to do? And her ass and her everything. Jim, life and so. Wait, I was going to say life or something like it again. Life I, as we know it. Life as we know it. They hate each other, Jim. They but don't see eye to eye involved. until a no, baby brings them until back. Until their best friend, who somehow they're both friends with, even though they hate each other, leaves them her baby. So it's two Played people by Christina on a baby. Hennis. And then a judge orders one of them, sentences one of them to be the other one's butler. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's true. No, it's not true at all. Ah. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, there's life as we know it and my soul to take. I mean, my soul to take is 3D, but it's also horror. But it could bring in the, the youth crowd. What do you guys think? Do you think that uh, has the, a shot at uh, taking down PG, social is it PG-13? network? I don't know. I think, I think, it think it's, yeah. It might be. I'm not I, sure. They don't really seem to be banging the drums on that, and I don't know anyone who's really clamoring yeah. to see that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know how well it's going to do. I mean,. I don't know. What do we'll you think? See. Do you think life as we Does know it? Does it have Hayden do... Christensen in it wearing a hat? No. Then my teen daughter won't, don't, won't, <laughs> will not want to see it. <laughs> well, do you think life as we know it then has a chance of taking on Social Network at number one? Wait, life know. as we know it? Or whatever it's called. Life I, as... Yeah, no, I, that's right. Life as that's we right. know it, yeah. I'm just it, questioning it has its a existence. Shot just because, you know, Catherine Heigl, I mean... Ugly she truth is did a well. draw. It did well opening weekend, yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, uh, but I, I do think you know, social network has been riding a lot of good midweek. I, I say social, network. but it's also it's only playing though, really, in the coast and in like uh, college areas. Yeah, I mean, in terms of when I mean playing, I mean it. like going to see it. And that was one of the arguments made about Inception was, oh, only the the elitists will want to go see it. And it turns out, no, I, no I mean, everybody, everybody loved wanted it. to see it. But yeah. I don't think social network really has that sort of no. draw that that Inception had. And I'm not sure social network has the repeat business. Yeah, because you know you see that movie once. I feel like I've mastered it. Like I, I'm not going to get anything yeah, new. Yeah, I mean out I'll of this watch movie. it again on cable or on video. But I don't life know as we I'm, know it, I'm going to be watching over and over again. Yeah, well, that's like a brutal that film. Is, but that is the new Citizen Kane and Godfather. <laughs> yes, Pete Travers. I, I, I think they have to change a diaper, Jim, and it's disgusting. And, and somebody then, might get peed in the and face. She gets poop yeah. on her cheek, oh, and she doesn't know it. Oh, baby, people have to. Hilarity. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to spoil how that joke ends for yeah. you. <laughs> I'm there. I don't know about you guys. All right, so I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to say show. Uh, cynically, life as we know it. Number one, I'm going to say 19 million, followed by Social Network with about 
15 million. I guess say social network with about 13 billion. <laughs> but life as we know it with about two 14 hours, billion. 13 billion. Billion euros. <laughs> two hours. What about you, Phil? What do you think? Uh, I'm going to say social network at number one one more time. <laughs> I'm somewhere say between social, 13 and 15 mil. I'm going to say social network one. I'm going to go out on a limb and say uh, my soul to take two and then life as we know it three. I'm going to say I'm going to swap that. I'm going to swap life as we know it into two. Put my soul to take it three. Because I'm putting my faith in America at this point <laughs> to not see well, you understand life that. as we know it. We're putting I, this out on the internet. And I the actually, not you know what? I, I, I'm going to go back. I'm going to say. You can't revisionist history, man. Well, I'm going to say actually. The internet is written Secretariat, I think, actually could end up doing okay. I think I'm going to say that at two or three just because it's a family thing. But. It's not, you know. And, you know, horses tend to turn out the box office. Seabiscuit did well. Seabiscuit did damn good well. But, but yeah, that's, That I was mean, marketed much better. In, yeah. And, it, and it was based on a, a you know, I mean, it, the Secretariat Sir is another true story. But right. Seabiscuit was a best-selling book and all that. But, all right, well, I guess we'll have to see next I'm just, week. I'm just, I'm just hoping. And I, and I'm, I'm still trying to find life as we know I'm it. I'm trying to find faith in the Midlands of this country to th- see that. Life as we know it is even so much worse a film than, say, something like Ugly Truth. <laughs> you know, like, not only is do people not care about Josh Duchamp, but throwing a baby in the poop in there, like, Priceless. that ain't romantic. That's comedy. That's com- <laughs> comedy gold. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this week. We'll catch you all next week. And hopefully, uh, America, you won't go see Life as We Know It. But if you do... Um, we'll have plenty to rip you about next week. If Brains. you do, go deeper. <laughs> Christopher L- Nolan's life as we know it. Yeah. Now, then you guys will go see it. It's true. All right. See you all later. Bye.